You're listening to Not to Lie from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Josh Schaefer. You know, I honestly feel like we should have had you do the introduction and then oh, I could have come in so that, so that you know, we could then do the upside down or whatever because we're going to be talking about Stranger Things right now and it feels like that would have been more appropriate. I think so, too. So, But so, I am talking upside down, though. No, I, I, I'm looking at you. You're right side up, unless all your internal organs are upside down. I don't know. <laughs> if it helps any, mine feel like they are. Because you're pregnant? Yes. <laughs> and my baby is upside down. Oh, that doesn't sound like that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined in the studio today by Josh's lovely wife. Josette. So as I said, we're going to talk about Stranger Things, which apparently I couldn't remember the name of the show. But that maybe that's because while you guys like it and have watched your way through it, I I I can't, I can't muster the energy. I can't muster the energy to care about it. Would <laughs> you let me get through the sentence? No, I'm, I don't want to hear you it. Show sucks. You deserve to be stoned, good sir. I'm believing capital punishment, but I will. <laughs> I will capitalize that punishment. I will. Big P and all. <laughs> throw rocks through your window. <laughs> <laughs> so Stranger Things is a show that is on Netflix, which I'm sure most everyone except myself cares about, because it seems like the entire world is crazy for this show, like like they used to be for Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I don't get it. Explain to me why this show is interesting. Well, I'm a big fan of the Cthulhu mythos, and okay. it's the one of the closest things I think I've seen that has some of the same themes in it um and isn't complete ass either yeah that's a that's a big part of it um and it also just really reminds me of my childhood so it's very nostalgic even though i'm not the stereotypical 80s kid i was you know born in 1984 so i remember a lot of what they're doing so i mean maybe that's part of the reason i have a problem with it is that the 80s-ness of it on top of the kinds of stories that it's telling Makes it feel like a movie or show or whatever that I've already seen. Because it kind of feels like the show itself. Goonies mixed with it. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. There's, like, every single episode has so many, like, I guess, background 80s references from Jaws to it. Mm-hmm. Um but the, the It TV miniseries and the Goonies both came out in the 80s and are mm-hmm. both very much... Of a piece with the '80s, so that then you you have this nostalgia aspect that's layered onto a show that's coming out right now, and it doesn't feel like it's really telling us anything new. And I think that's where the difference is: is that you have an issue with that, uh-huh. and we don't. I don't mind if something is being retold, as long as it's done well. I mean, I guess it is. <laughs> 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 I just, I want something fresh and it doesn't feel fresh. Like I like, I kind of like the concepts that you're talking about, like the upside down. I don't, I, I'm a big fan of parallel dimensions and so mm-hmm. forth. Although I don't feel like the upside down itself, at least in the first two seasons, which is all I've really managed to get through. I don't feel like the upside down has been very well established as its own reality. It feels like mm-hmm. a pocket, like, like a, a saran wrap pocket layer on top of the main universe. And I think that's the issue too, just because you haven't seen all of season three, they do dive into more of that. But that requires three. That requires me. I'm three episodes <laughs> in to the third season. Then just continue. Well, because I was wa- <laughs> I was watching Veronica Mars before this, so I could catch up for the new Veronica Mars show that's coming out. Because I'd much rather watch that. Um, 
but it's like you expect like to really get into the show and fix the errors that I'm, I feel are a part of it. That requires me to watch two full seasons and then more than three episodes of the new season. That's a lot of investment to care about a show I can't care about. <laughs> yeah, but I think a lot of it too is the character development. You know, because you have like one of the big villains in season one is now one of the most beloved characters in the show. Steve. Oh, okay, Steve. I was like, I'm, I'm trying to remember the villain of the, and it's like, wasn't it that? But he that, wasn't necessarily a villain. The no, I mean, he, he did, was, but he, he was an antagonist. He, he was, was a, he was a jockey antagonist. Yeah. But he's really coming to his own. Yeah, and they do. Like, I think there's a lot of good character development within the show overall. Oh, that's because I, I was trying to think who the villain was the first season. It was all I can remember was that, that doctor. Yeah. The evil uh, Eleven's dad, dad father. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was either that or it was Dustin, because you can tell deep down, Dustin has the eyes of a killer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he kind of inadvertently was in season two, so. It's not untrue. <laughs> deep, deep down, one day he's just going to snap and he is going to, like, gum everyone else in the show to death. <laughs> So, have we ever found out why he's missing his front teeth? Yeah, he has, uh, I can't remember what the disease is called, but he has a disease where it um, inhibits bone growth, or or he Wait, didn't have his... He Yes, he has this in real life, and they just wrote that into the okay, show. Okay, that's yeah. fair. That's yeah. fair. Like, he he doesn't have uh, shoulder blades. Col- he doesn't have collarbones. Collarbones, that's what it is. That's so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But well, I'm sure the actor's a great guy, but his character looks like the he's just going to go nuts one day and like kill everyone. He might. That's, you never that's know. That's the true Stranger Things. It's just the story of him be- becoming a serial killer. You never know. <laughs> but you know, I like the I like the upside down as a concept. I just wish it was more fleshed out, which for the sound of it, it will be. And I like Eleven. I think she as a character is interesting. Although the second season established that there's more than just Project Eleven, there's like a whole bunch of weapons, you know, Wolverine and all of them. Sure. And, the, <laughs> and we only really Weapon get X. to see we only get like to see all of them for like one episode, and then that's never apparently dealt with again. Mm-mm. So there's a lot of cool ideas that are dropped in that don't seem like they get very well developed at the time they're raised. So that's a problem I have. Yeah. Okay. I I think that's. Almost legitimate. I know, Almost. and, and Almost. I do think that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. Season two built, it led you to believe anyway. I'm not sure if there's, if they're going to dive back into that, but in season two, they lead you to believe that this is going to be a world that's fleshed out where it's like, oh, Eleven's not the only weird supernatural kid. Mm-hmm. And then nothing happens. Yeah. Well, it's my understanding too that originally all these kids were supposed to be in just season one. And it was going to be more of like a true detective type Anthology. thing. Where, yeah, where it's all in the same universe, but different stories. But then everyone loved the kids and everything, so they just kind of kept going. And there's a big rumor that season four is going to be the last one of this group, and then they're going to go to a different group of people. With with 12 or 13 Maybe. Or okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, and if that's, and that, if that's the way that that path takes them, then that makes more sense. But just... As of right now, it just leaves a bunch of very weird, open-ended questions. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of like that because it kind of helps with the mystery of the whole series, too. Does it, though? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I like feeling discombobulated when I'm watching it because I, you, you don't know what's going on. That just annoys me. 
I but, want. I, it's not like I need to have the answers like explained to me, well, but there no. needs to be enough stuff that gives me some kind of an answer. There. Well, and with that being said, there's a fine line between being fed enough for it to be explained away versus how I feel anyway with season two, where at this point in time it feels like, well, what was the whole point of a good chunk of season two then? Yeah. yeah. Not that I can honestly remember much of what happened in season two. Like Eleven was trying to look for her mother. Mm-hmm. And there was like a tunnel system underneath the town and then they closed up the the hole that started the upside down rift. Right. I I barely I, I don't know. The, the, season two was definitely not memorable, but like Bob, Bob was okay. Bob was. Okay. And the thing is, Bob's a superhero. The most I remember about season two was the one-off episode that did nothing for the show. Oh, yeah. Like I remember those superhero kids, although I can't remember what all their powers were. There was something about butterflies or something. She can uh, create illusions. All right, there we go. So. Yeah, so was she eight or six or... Mm-mm. I don't remember. Less than 11. <laughs> that's Other Stranger Things, greater than 11. That's that's the new show. <laughs> but it's... Like, I get, I get what the show is doing. It's just like, there are other shows and things that have come out that I kind of feel like have done it better. And most of them were done by Steven Spielberg, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it's definitely striking that Steven Spielberg '80s nostalgia vibe. That because he was a oh pro- yeah definitely he was a producer on Goonies and he directed all the Indiana Jones movies, like the first two of which like are very much tied into that same kind of energy. Like I like Last Crusade, yeah, but I don't feel like it has the same energy as the first two movies. No, no, there's there's a weird like '80s horror but not horror element to the first two, even though the second one kind of sucks. Temple of Doom? Yeah. Yeah. Temple of bugs and people getting their hearts ripped out. And then, I like the second one. And then nothing really happens <laughs> and Joy Kids are released. That's that's that's, that's the yeah. title of the movie. It's a, yeah. that's, it's a very long title. I don't know why they titled it that. <laughs> Snakes, hearts, and free children. <laughs> it's a very strange movie. <laughs> but like... Like, the kids coming together, that's definitely Goonies. And, I mean, they obviously were playing up with that because they brought one of the Goonies back for the second season. That was totally there. Winona Ryder is more of a star of the 90s than the 80s, so... Yeah. Like, Edward Scissorhands was early 90s. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Early 90s playing on 50s nostalgia. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And definitely there's no Burton-esque quality to Stranger no. Things. Thank God. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's playing on the Steven Spielberg vibe much the same way that J.J. Uh, Abrams likes to play on them with, like, Super 8 and oh, all yeah. of that. And Super 8 was fantastic. And honestly, there's, there's like, that, that filming with the f- filming but not showing all of the horror and everything else. That's that's a J.J. Abrams mystery box kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I we know the elements we're playing with here from the Duffer Brothers for Stranger Things. It's that same universe. Just feel like something's missing. I think you just you hit the nail on the head in the beginning. You're looking for something innovative and new, and it's not going to give you that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't be the only one. Why do so many people care about this show? I mean, like and like I said earlier, I don't need necessarily something new and innovative as long as it's done well. I, don't know. I think a lot of it is the 
Was it the Zennials? Not the Zennials. What's after Millennial? Oh, I I think it is Zennials. It's just no, Zen- Gen Z is, is Gen Z. Yeah. yeah, Zennials are the X ones. No, I, or... I don't know. I can't keep up. But the, the Millennial two. Yeah, like the newer ones, the, like the young whippersnappers. Yeah, because when we were kids in the nineties, the seventies were really cool. Like you had like that seventies show. Well, I mean, like as far as like fashion and things, like we were. I mean, I guess in the two thousands, I get late nineties, early two thousands, we had that seventies show and Days and yeah. Confused and all that, but that was really pitched more towards the people that grew up in that generation and giving them some of their nostalgia back. No, but it was pitched to them, but the younger generation took hold to it. And I think that's what you're seeing with Stranger Things because, you know, I work with a lot of people in the generation after mine. And I think a lot of it is, you know, 80s fashion's kind of coming back in a minor way. Yeah, there's a No, there's a lot of 80s things that are coming yeah. back. Like, political shit is has become cyclical. Like, all the yeah, it's like, 80s political... P- Drama is coming back. Um, synth music has has really synth music will never die. <laughs> it, Which is why Josette is a world class guitar master. <laughs> no, but like synth music is coming back full swing. Yeah. Like a lot of eighties so, stuff is coming back. Yeah, it and you yeah. have like the Halloween remakes, the Friday the Thirteenth remake. You know, like all this stuff's coming back because it was originally like here eighties and nineties kids. Here's your life back, but the you know, the younger generation is starting to take hold of it. Like my, our daughter is seven and And she's really into it. No, she, she, she was asking about kids show movies from the eighties for some random reason. So we started her off on Bill and Ted because why not? (laughs) And she loved it, you know? And so I think it's just kind of like the parents watching the kids get interested into it. So, well, and like you said earlier too, like those movies that, did live in the 80s who are a part of the 80s so like the goonies um anything basically steven spielberg backed yeah gremlins like there's definitely something special of that generation of movies and so for that to be brought back in the forefront i think a lot of people like josh said are taking a hold of that because it does have that just special something Yes, I mean it's just you look at like reinventing properties, and I mean you can you can take elements of it and make something new, which I don't I don't feel like Stranger Things does, but you can also reinvent a property and really do something new. The um, speaking of Veronica Mars, the Veronica Mars guy, Rob Thomas, not that guy, the other guy, <laughs> <laughs> the not, musician, not not the guy, not the musician, the other guy who shares his name and constantly puts references <laughs> to the musician into his shows, like, just poking fun at that whole similarity. Not Sinbad's friend. No. Not that Rob Thomas. Not, not that Rob Thomas. No. Um, but that he is working, and has been working for four years now, honestly, on a Lost Boys re- uh, reinvention. Yeah. And the, I don't know if this is the idea that's currently going on, but the whole idea that of the show he was pitching was to do it as an anthology show. And you still have the vampires, the same group of teenagers, vampires, that, you know, with the names that are the same. But they do it as an anthology show where each season is set in a different decade. And the only hmm. characters that are similar are the vampires that all the characters are having to deal with. So that's like that's taking an idea of it, but reinventing it and giving a new spin to it. And I guess that's the part of Stranger Things that's missing for me is I like the style of it. I like the ideas behind it, but I don't feel like on the whole it's there's. I get there's just something missing, something that doesn't reinvent it enough to make it feel truly fresh for me. There's iconic moments. There's the light up letters on the wall, mm-hmm. and there's the 
like the strange tentacle things, which I'm sure certain people were aroused by, um, and stuff like that. But like, it doesn't. It, it's it, it's missing something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's missing anything. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, I can be the only one. That's 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 fine. <laughs> Still throwing rocks in your window. That's <laughs> one <Okay>. through eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike Finkelstein. I'll be boarding up my window soon. I'm Josh Schaefer, and I'm going to have a crowbar for those boards. <laughs> I'm Josette Schaefer. And we will see you next time on Not So Live from Asteroid G. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>